Uh, you're listening to the unscripted, unfiltered, 100% authentic podcast. It's the Air Raid Attack. And uh, first things first, guess what? We're presented by Storm Check. If you're in the Oklahoma City metro area, give Storm Check pretty much just check them out, period. They're going to make sure that your storm shelter is ready and clean. As we head into the spring season here in the next about, oh, roughly seven to eight months, hit them up, stormcheck.team. And I even got a better offer for you all. If you have a storm shelter and you are in the OKC metro area and you are a current or past veteran and certainly our great military, use the code air raid, the number four military for complete free service courtesy of the air raid attack podcast and if you're just a resident of the state great state of oklahoma if you use the air uh, code air raid four the number four undefeated you will get 25 percent off and also sponsored by law terrain watches use the code air raid set to save 10 percent on your orders first thing first going to introduce to you a great dude uh, got to know over the last, oh, probably month and a half or so, maybe longer, the way time flies. Uh, joining with me, of course, is my co-host, Miss Jamie, all the way from the great state of Nebraska. Miss Jamie, how are you this evening? I'm doing okay. A little, little under the weather, so I yep. might sound a little nasally, but I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Completely understand. And, of course, our wonderful guest joining with us tonight is the quarterback development for QB Impact of course, a good friend of mine, the uh, CEO and founder, Coach Tom George, over that, and more importantly, a uh, veteran of the United States Army and uh, Mr. Coach Steve Manila. First things first, Coach, uh, you know, coming from a military family from many generations, literally my dad's um, dad, my grandfather served 22 years in the United States Air Force. My my cousins are currently serving overseas in the United States Army, of course, and within our own country in the United States Army. And they, the list goes way past beyond that. But more importantly, Coach, I appreciate your service to this country. I know, uh, you know, it means a lot. I know, you know, of course, the, with the days we live in, you know, everybody has their opinions. But, you know, I appreciate your service and it, it, it goes unnoticed. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, for having me on, and and thanks for the acknowledgement uh, as well. I uh, definitely took a lot of pride in serving, um, and I do miss it at times. But, uh, you know, we all move on to different things, different parts and chapters in our lives. So, But I definitely had a a great time when I was in the Army. So, But I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. And and first things first, tell the listeners uh, a little about – coach manila and and what he's about and what do you like to do obviously you know you're a part of the uh qb impact of course coach george and i gotta i got a few questions for you i want to you know don't tell coach <laughs> i'm gonna ask you know <laughs> i'm sure he'll listen but you know i gotta i gotta i want to hear the behind the scenes with coach george but uh, uh tell us a little about yourself and uh what do you like to do when you're not uh coaching or or any of that good stuff yeah, so a uh, great question. Um, so I, uh, I have two amazing sons. Uh, my, my oldest, Roman, um, he's 13, and my youngest, Hudson, who's 10. And so, man, I just spent a lot of time with them. Uh, my wife, Heather, of course. Uh, just, just you know, we have a uh, pretty, like, uh, you know, tight-knit little group family here, especially since we moved back to Oklahoma. We were in New York for uh, almost uh, five years, actually, up in Buffalo area. So we moved back down to Oklahoma last summer, um, and that's how I actually connected with Coach George uh, and the whole QB Impact family uh, at Camp Impact down in Dallas at AT&T Stadium. And um, so we, we, we uh, you know, I started doing some training sessions with Coach George. Uh, you know, he, he saw that I was definitely interested in helping out or whatnot, um, and it's been going great ever since. Man, I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of the QBI family. Uh, Tom knows that he's a, he's like a mentor. He obviously not like, but he is a mentor to me. But more more importantly, he's just he's really like a brother to me. I consider him like a big brother. So um, he, that's my guy. So I know you know him uh, as well, and uh, he'll give it to you straight up. And I need to hear that sometimes. So um, you know, it, it, he's just that's just how he is. And uh, it's good though. It's good to have him, uh, and he's a great dude. 
dude, man. So um, he's a humble guy, but also he's so giving. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that, no, no notice that, but uh, he, he does a lot behind the scenes for a lot of athletes in Oklahoma, not just Oklahoma, but, mm-hmm. you know, but especially for the QB Impact uh, family. So, yeah, so that's how that started. And um, so we, we've been rocking it ever since. It's been over a little bit over a year now. Um, and then I was able to be uh, brought on um, to the QB Impact staff officially uh, at the beginning of this year in January. So, man, I love it. I love coaching. I love training. Uh, you, you impact a lot of lives, a lot of young. I train a lot of young guys. Um, and it's fun, man, just getting these young bucks. Uh, we call um, our young guns, but get them in there and and teaching them the, the basic fundamentals. But seeing them grow too is uh, is rewarding. You know, I've done it with my oldest son Roman, who's a quarterback. But um, and, and you know, it takes a lot of time, a lot of hours or fo- focus into this. It doesn't happen overnight. But uh, well, I've got a really good group, and uh, we as a great group of athletes. So it's fun. I know Coach George, um, you know, I met him in person, a few, or finally in person. What's funny is, you know, we were going to meet in person a few months ago for a podcast, and then, of course, snowed, and I think it was back in February, something like that. But anyway, um, might have been January. But anyway, so, you know, finally got to, you know, we still text and, you know, call and chat and this, that, and something else, and finally met up probably, I don't know, three about three weeks ago, roughly, and mm-hmm. and uh, humble dude, and and like you said, you know, he he lays it straight, and I think uh, especially in society that we are in, in uh, that we live in nowadays, you know, not to bring up you know politics stuff like that, but I think we I think we and it has nothing to do with politics really. I think we need a person in our life that says, "Hey, I love you, bro, but here's what you got to work on," and just flat out let us have it because I think that's the only way we can grow. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Um, you know, for, for instance, uh, he, he came to uh, my son's game, Roman, last night, but I, I'm a, one of the coaches on the on the staff, and I, I pretty much called the offense. And uh, uh, so, uh, a couple weeks ago on Mustang, and it was just lights out. We, we scored so much, and it was fun, man, air raiding it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome, right? So, um Yesterday we had a. It was a little different. It was a. It was a. It was a good game, uh, but we had some uh, opportunities that we did not uh, execute, and a lot of that's on us coaches and myself too for the offense. And so I asked Coach George this morning about. Uh, I needed some feedback, and uh, he, he gave it to me straight, man. And, and that's what I need to hear, you know. So, um, like I said, he's a mentor to me, and uh, I'm honestly lucky to have him for sure around. So, but uh, no, you're right. It's um, it's one of those things to where it, we do need that in our lives uh, we need someone not just someone but people so we got to be surrounded by good people that look out for you and and, and tell you hey if you're messing up you gotta you gotta correct it mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to ask this because <laughs> see what you say behind behind of course you know i see coach george coach george is uh you know he he's willing to Take me on the wing, you know, get shed, shed some uh, some weight off and stuff like that, which I That's humbly, awesome. you know, I humbly accept. And, you know, and, you know, no pun intended. So I, all you listeners out there, you know, I, I try not to cuss as much, but, you know, he, he's probably, he pretty, well, I guess in the way I'll, I'll put in different wording is, hey, I'm going to beat you, dude. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. You better get ready. I'm, I'm going to beat you. And, and no, he's not literally going to beat me or stuff like that. So anybody out there is like, oh, that's not cool. Okay. No, that's I mean, sometimes we all need to be. <laughs> no, some people absolutely just come over here. I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> you know, I mean, but you know, let me. I, I played football. Let's let's go run some gassers because you obviously you ain't listening. But which, trust me, gassers is not fun. But uh, but no, nonetheless, you know, somebody like hey, you know, my dad, you know, um, you know, of course, you know, lost my grandmother a few months ago, and. You know, his health is absolutely declined. He's got muscular dystrophy real bad and had a major stroke in 20. And so, you know, a while back, coach is like, hey, you know, I told, you know, coach, like, hey, my, I probably made a promise to my dad, but X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. he's like, if you, and this is when I was in Denver, visiting Denver, he said, he texts, he said, I know you're in Denver. Enjoy your time up there. He said, when you get back, he says, if you commit, I'm absolutely going to change your life. Not for, you know, not to give him any praise or this, that, and something else. But like, he, like he said, I want to make you better. But even for that, even more healthier. Because, you know, you made a promise right. to your dad, X, Y, and Z. Anyway, long story short. So behind what we don't see on the on the videos on QB Impact and behind you know, what we see on the social medias, how is Coach 
you know, when you're when you're working with coach, kind of describe coach uh, George behind on the field and during camps and during training sessions and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, he, you know, honestly, you see what you see really with Tom, with Coach George is uh, it, it can be what you get. Um, he, he's very passionate about coaching and QB impact, obviously. Um, and he's very passionate about his coaches uh, and, and ex- us executing what, what we have to do. So a camp impact is it's, it's a it, I call it like a controlled chaos because that's a military term. But it, it really is. It's three days of of uh, just balls to the wall. Uh, it's fun. Uh, it's rewarding, but uh, it, it is, it, it's a grind as well. And we all know that as, as us QB impact coaches, but uh, coach will definitely get on to you if some things are slipping, uh, which I found out this, this past year at at and uh, and then a couple <laughs> other guys found out as well. So, but behind the scenes, uh, I mean, he's, He's he's a great he's a great dude, man. Like I said, I, I will never I'm not and I'm not just saying that, but uh, you know, he he's just I mean, he can't there's times where you just catch him where he's laid back, just chill. And uh it, it's just it's great to be around him. Uh him and his family, Shelly, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've had Shelly on the podcast or not before, but she's a huge Nebraska fan. I don't want to speak for Shelly, but she's a huge Nebraska yeah. fan as well because she's from there and they're just she's great. Um my wife Heather, you know, is, is friends with her and they, you know, she loves being around her as well well so like i said man they're just great people dude and we're blessed to have them in our our fa- our life and our family's life too because um you know we can't like i said we came back to oklahoma last summer and it was a crazy summer we were actually set to move to texas but it fell through the week before so we had a we had a really rough uh stretch there but um it worked out in the end and, and it's, it's going well so I mean, if she's a Nebraska fan, we need her on here. Hey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, right? I, I figured she'd already been on with the Nebraska connection, but hey, that's, you know, maybe you can reach out. Well, you, you know, uh, Coach while back, I think it's when I first was introduced to Coach from Wong. And, uh, and, and Jamie, you'll, I'll have to get Wong on, and you'll love that dude. That dude is humble as humble can be. Um, it is great, but, dude. Oh, absolutely. Phenomenal, dude. And, um, you know, coach texts me, he said, hey, I got a random question for you. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, usually, I'm, for the most part, I'll answer almost anything. I said, yeah, what's up? Are you and Shelly related? And I said, who the crap is Shelly? Like, literally, who is Shelly? I said, uh, I don't know. Where are we going with this? Anyway, he says, well, the reason why I ask is because you guys have the same last name. I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> trust me. I know my family tree. Now, unfortunately, you know, not no disrespect, coach. But you know, I said, no, she's definitely not on there. But I thought that was kind of that was kind of odd. But no, um, you know, going, you know, Coach George, you know, Shelly, I did listen to Shelly on Wong's podcast. And uh, I'll have to I'll get with uh, coach. And, you know, I know, you know. Coach, I'm sure you probably know. I'm sure that she's the GM when she's right next to his side and vice versa. You never know. Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> but uh, no, from what I see from her page, she's she, to my opinion, I mean, I can't speak, you know, obviously too, too much, but she seems like she's right on board with what coach brings. And I think that's why they're so great together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, brother. <laughs> So when it comes to Coach Manila, and uh, walk us, you know, your let's say a day in the in the day in the life, you guys are headed to AT and T. For listeners out there, QB Impact does a huge camp at AT and T Stadium. Usually, what would you say, Coach? May, June ish, roughly. Yeah, it's at the end of June, um, so it's it's right in the summer, um, and you know we have usually two hundred plus athletes that are there. Um, and like I said, man, it's it's reps, reps, reps. It's not a hype camp. So I've done, you know, I've coached for a while, and I've been around different camps and different um, uh, different platforms, obviously, and and in different organizations with camps, a few others, and I won't put them on blast because that's not how I am, but. Um, there's a lot of camps out there that'll be misleading to parents and they're, and they're, they're really made just for money grabs. They'll, they'll hype your kid up. They'll put them on a flyer and say, your kid is the best 13 year old in the nation. And it's just all for show, right? Well, QB impact camp impact. is not like that. It's reps, reps, reps. We're there to work our butts off. If you want to get better, 
then you you come to Camp Impact. But if you want the hype and the flyers and you know all this stuff, uh, it's it's something that I, I you know you, you probably won't uh, enjoy because Coach George doesn't do all that. I will say this and uh, kind of I want to get your brain. I don't know how much you follow college football. Not to uh, switch real quick, just kind of curiosity because we're talking. Of course, you know you brought up uh, Shelley in Nebraska. Well, <laughs> no personal bandana towards Jamie in Nebraska. My dad's a Nebraska fan, um, even though he graduated graduated from OU. But mm-hmm. but anyway, what's your thoughts on the, currently? Obviously, they lose in the Northwest. We get the first week. You never know what's going to happen. But for the exception of that, or you can throw that in there. What's your take on the Nebraska's football program and currently where they're at? It's Scott Frost, the true guy, or is Nebraska's program? just been so far set back that they it's literally taken years to try to get something going on their favor in Lincoln. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a great question, honestly. Uh, so I do, uh, another part that I do is work with pro football focus. So I, nice. I, what I do with them, I've been with them for about five years. So I am a huge college football fan and, and of course, NFL fan, like I told you earlier, I'm a commander fan, unfortunately, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, You're yeah, all good. I, I got to keep it real. But anyways, uh, going to Nebraska and Scott Frost, you know, it, it's tough when, so like Nebraska obviously transitioned, uh, from the Big 12, where they were mm-hmm. a power, obviously back in the back in the day. Again, it was always OU versus Nebraska, which were great games. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and Nebraska had, you know, it, it, it. They, I just for some, it just doesn't seem they've transitioned well from the the triple option era, the power, the heavy run era to a pass heavy uh, offense, and it, it does take some time. I, I will say. I do think uh, Thompson's a legit passer and a good quarterback. And they they really could have won that game the other day. So um, I, I wouldn't necessarily throw in the towel on them after one game and, and, and Scott Frost after one game. But uh, it was a tough loss because, uh, like I said, they really could have had that game. But, yeah, it's 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 been a challenge for them in the Big Ten. And I think they're, they're kind of surprised that it has been, honestly. Yeah, I would say – I would say being a fan, you know, for my life, it's it's definitely been a tough adjustment going into the Big Ten. And I don't think that any of us really thought it would be. Um, you know, I just have to go back to our administration and our head coaches that we had prior to Frost. They really didn't do a lot of good within the football program. Um, unfortunately, there were there were a lot of things that changed that didn't that probably shouldn't have changed and that didn't help us either. Um, I'm not ready to throw in the towel either um, at this point. I, you know, it's a, it was the first game. It was, it's a week zero game. You're over in a different country. Um, you know, I, I think you can prep all you want for those kind of games, but there are always, there are always things that are going to happen. Um, unknowns when you get there. Um, and we, we should have, we should have really won that football game. Um, minus a few just bonehead decisions. I liked what I saw. I do. I really do like Casey. I think, I think he's going to be great for us. Um, I think defensively, I was a little shocked and I'm a little bit more concerned than I had thought I was going to be going into this season. Um, Again, week zero overseas, you know, you never know, but I'm happy. Let's just say I'm happy to have, you know, a couple of easier teams before we go into OU. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And like you said, it, overseas also has a factor into it. Um, you know, the, the, again, these are college athletes. That's a big transition to play overseas like that. And it was in a different, obviously, atmosphere. So I thought it was a good game. And it was close. They lost by three. So like you said, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I It's going to be interesting. Of course, I think they have, what, North Dakota and Georgia Southern before Oklahoma. And, of course, we don't know what kind of OU team is going to be out there. It could be a good – obviously, they don't really play nobody in, up until Nebraska, so it's hard to tell how good or bad they are either. But um, but no, that, I think that giving Lincoln's really going to – not so much for Oklahoma. I think so much more pressure for Nebraska, I would say, probably than Oklahoma. But, um, but no, it's going to be interesting what happens in Lincoln and – Maybe Scott Frost can uh, turn that around, but just kind of what wanting to pick your head, kind of what you thought from uh, 
from that Nebraska, how, you know, how, how much hotter is that seat going to be for Scott Frost? Yeah, I mean, it is true. Obviously, if now if they drop a, you know, to a what, seven and four, eight and four type season, you know, then at the end of the season, I'm sure they'll have discussions on it. And, uh, you know, but I always say it's, it's hard to, it's, it is hard to rebuild to an it's hard to replace coaches. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's it seems you know we always get on that. Well, they need to just let them go. Let's fire them. Let's after one or two years. And I know this isn't the case in Nebraska, but just saying in general, you see it a lot in the NFL too. You know, and it's like, yeah, it, yeah, it's okay. Let's 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 fire them. But then who are we going to bring in? What staff yeah. are we going to bring in? Exactly. How, how's that going to work? You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at, Steve. I you know I just I think part of Nebraska's issue is that we we kept doing that for so yes. many years, and that's why we are where we are and maybe that's and maybe it's because it's scott frost and you know he was a national championship quarterback here at lincoln you know i feel like if you give anybody a little Mm -hmm. leeway it's that guy um and that's that's just just where i'm at with it i do think that the seat is getting hotter but i i don't think that husker fans should be quite as willing to want to turn over a coach again Well, I think Steve, Coach Steve said that, and I think I'm right on page with him is the question is, and, and you're right, is, you know, let's just say for the sake of argument, you Nebraska says, you know, Scott, we just, <laughs> we got to take another rope. I mean, at this point, I don't know who, like, I don't know who would be the top, you know, who would be that top choice and to try to yet again rebuild the program yet again and start right back over. I just don't know. If they really want to spend that time and energy, try to try to uh, to do that. See, I, I'm not really close, to, obviously, to the program nor I really follow it that closely. But um, you know, it's just it's an interesting uh, interesting thing in Lincoln. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, and college football really needs Nebraska to be good again. I, I've always, yep. I, I like those traditional rivalries, and and I, 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 you know, Nebraska being a power, uh, it was awesome growing up. So you know, I don't know what when it's going to happen again or how, but it would be nice to see them crack like the top ten again and be a contender. It'd be awesome. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent. It's just it is. It's better for college football when those traditional powers are good. Yeah, um, and that's just that. It is what it is. You know, you know. And there needs to just there needs to be a little bit more disparity um, in college football than just the, you know, the big SEC powerhouses and then one other team from wherever it comes yeah. from. Yeah, it's definitely been a trend lately uh, for a while now. The SEC is is obviously the top dog, and you know they have a, usually two or three really really good teams every year, and it kind of just overshadows all the other conferences. So, but we'll yeah. see now that all these other conferences are shifting and shaping out, and OU's going to the SEC, obviously mm-hmm. Texas too. That's going to be a huge adjustment. I think uh, Brent Venables is the guy to to be able to you know, lead that charge for OU because um, yeah. he's a no-nonsense and he's a defensive guy. So, um, you know, I'm excited for OU football. Uh, I think that uh, they'll be obviously competitive like they are every year. Not saying they're going to be a national title contender. Right, exactly. But, uh, but, you know, I think they'll be pretty dang good. You know, you brought that up. And, of course, uh, earlier today, uh, Jamie, I don't know if you saw that or not or if anybody really did because I know Twitter hasn't really been blowing it up. But Bleacher reported early out today, um, long story short, that Texas and Oklahoma, of course, is trying to do anything and everything out of the power <laughs> to get out of the Big 12 a whole lot uh, sooner, which I kind of thought that was going to happen, mm-hmm. of course, with the arrival of Cincinnati and UCF and uh BYU and Houston next year to the Big 12. What's your thoughts, obviously from a college football fan standpoint, what's your thoughts on all of this um, conference realignment? Obviously, when needless to say, we're not done by any means. Of course, we got more rumors, you know, Washington, Notre Dame being pursued, Oregon being pursued by the Big 10. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen at this point. It's our hearsay. But, you know, obviously we do know Oklahoma, Texas going to the SEC. What's your thoughts? Well, first of all, from uh, OU and Texas going to the SEC, um, and then of course your thoughts, you know, on this whole conference realignment for college football. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great questions. Um, I'm 
Uh, Texas, for instance, you know, they've been down for a little bit, right? So it's been a few years. Honestly, they, they really haven't been a legit power since yep. Vince Young. So it's 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 been a while now. Um, they've had good teams, good players, but they haven't been consistent winning. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see them. Now, Texas A&M, who went to the SEC, has had some success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they do have a really good program. So it's definitely not impossible. Uh, for OU as well, same thing, right? I mean, you know, w- w- lately – We've been, you know, labeled as the the offense, right? The Big Twelve, yep. all offense, but you can't stop anybody. Um, and we've had horrible games like LSU, Joe Burrow, oh, yeah. they put up sixty three points on us or whatever, you know. Um, Alabama the year before, so it goes down and down the line when we play these SEC teams, we get smoked really just to be honest so i think it's going to be a huge challenge for both of those programs now they obviously are powerhouses national powers so they can recruit and obviously with the nil nowadays uh, heck you see arch manning how you know he, he's going out of texas so um you know though i think they'll be able to recruit uh but it's just it's going to be tough and then the overall scheme of it um you know, I think that's it's a great question. I mean, the Big 12. So, who, you know, who's really going to be that go-to team for the Big 12 now after OU and Texas League? That's going to be the question. Is it going to be OSU? You know, is, is it going to be one of those other teams that surprises Houston, Cincinnati? You know what I mean? So, uh, who's going to be their, like, you know, go-to as far as we know they're going to be pretty dang good? Um and then, of course, with the Pac-12, uh, you know, there's teams out there that honestly do get overlooked because it's out on the West Coast. Um, but, you know, we'll see how USC can compete uh, with Lincoln Riley now. Um, I know that's still a sore subject for Sooner Nation uh, for some. <laughs> but, um, you know, we'll see. They do have, obviously, Caleb Williams, and uh, they've got a talented roster. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not saying they're going to be a legit great contender either, but I'd imagine they're going to win some games and put up some points. So we know Caleb can play and we know Lincoln can can call offense right so they're going to put up some points we'll see what the defense can do out there but yeah it's 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 going to be interesting this this whole alignment is uh is going to be crazy yeah I just think you're looking at two I think you're looking at going into two super conferences at this point and I don't really like that because I don't think it's very traditional as college football, but I just, I feel like that's where we're going. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I did see that. Um, I saw it on Twitter a couple months ago, but you know, they were talking about uh, college just do like the pros do and have, like you just said, two conferences, two major mm-hmm. conferences and go with that. But it, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I like the traditional Big 12, Pac-10, SEC, you know, Big 10, ACC, all those, you know, Notre Dame being independent. I think, I think I like Notre Dame doing that, you know, so if they go to a conference, how, which one are they going to go? I know that I've heard 10, but you know, how's that going to shape out, you know? So yeah, yeah it, it's definitely going to be interesting. College football landscape itself is, is changing a lot, especially now with, like we just talked about with the NIL uh, money that's going to be flying around. So um, you'll see some crazy things I'm sure. And, and some teams may come up and surprise us and some may disappoint. So it'll be fun for sure. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, we'll we'll see, you know, regardless if it's a 23, 24, or maybe they still keep it in 25. You know, I don't know exactly what all that's going to transpire for OU in Texas. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the Washington Commanders, of course, from a fan standpoint, um, <laughs> where do you go from here? Where are you As, <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out like what the question is. You, have, you got Carson Wentz. I'm like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> Steve, why don't you uh, give us your prognosis? Yeah, what's your what's so, your perspective on the Commanders? Because obviously, I don't know really where to go from here. Yeah, so you know, and that, uh, it's funny. I know you. Uh, it's because I can laugh too, right? Because uh, I'm a fan. Um, you know, they, they've really been, you know, I've been, first of all, I've been a fan since I was a kid. So I grew up in South nice. Mississippi um, and in Southern Mississippi, it was either the Saints or the Cowboys. And I yes. could not, I, I could, I never could root for Dallas. Um, no. So it was, it was the Saints. And I was like, man, I just, you know, as a kid, even I'm like, you know, I love football, I've watched it all the time. So, and the Saints sucked just being real. So when I was a kid, the, <laughs> the skins were pretty good. Right. Oh, so yeah. I, I just, they were. I up, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 35. So I'm dating myself, but, uh, you know, they, 
Yeah, hey, they were, we're good. All the same age, so we right, get right. Washington was good in the early '90s, right? So I'm oh, like, yes. okay, I'll just yeah. ride with them. So I've been a fan my whole life, um, and honestly, they just—it seems like ever since Dan Snyder bought the team in '99, <laughs> it's been just a, a just going downhill. And I can't, you know, you, most Washington fans will to tell you they can't stand Dan Snyder because he's just a clown. Um, but on the field, anyway, and coaching, I. I do like Ron Rivera. I think he's a really good coach. Um, I'm honestly a Wentz fan. I know he's caught a lot of flack, um, but you know, he's when he's on, he's a really good quarterback. Yes, he's inconsistent. Is he elite? No, but uh, I mean, this is a guy that's won a lot of games. He's put up a lot of good numbers, and you know. I, and I, we've talked about Coach George, right? so he's a Cowboy fan. So we have, yes, we have some, right? So we we have some we have some pretty uh, jabs, good jabs at each other. And um, but uh, Wentz is one of those guys that uh, you know if, if things are going well for him, like I said, he he really can play at a high level. But there are some oh, what the heck are you doing plays that he can do uh, throughout the season. Overall, though, I mean, I think he's obviously he's much. That's better than Taylor Heineke, right? So he's oh, going to be a better Lord. quarterback for us than we've had in the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. And and they've got weapons on offense. You know, I mean, Terry McLaurin's one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, they have a good line. So Antonio Gibson's a really good back. Uh, they've got weapons. Logan Thomas, a good tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they drafted uh, Dotson from Penn State. John Dotson, who's really blowing up. They've, they they would just look like. So you they've got. Yes, they've got potential. Mm-hmm. It's just can they put it together? That's that's the question. And it's a tough division. It's always tough. It's been down a couple of years, but it's usually always tough. Philly, Giants, Cowboys, and Washington. It's always a NFC East is always a grind. So I'm not expecting you know a, a great season from them. I mean, I'm a realistic fan. I think if they can win eight, nine, ten games in that in that range, then it's a successful season. If they can sneak into the playoffs, it'll be successful. But you know the Eagles. A lot of people are hyping the Eagles up as well, and 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 they're kind of like the media darling for this year. The Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. So we'll yeah. see if that we'll see if that hype is for real too. So I still think Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the division. And typically, with yeah. me, if if you have the best quarterback in the division, that's who I'm going to roll with. So even though I can't stand Dallas, I admit that <laughs> I, I I would I'd probably bet on them. Uh, to win a division, although they've lost some guys and the line is shaky, yeah. um, but but I'm a, but I will say uh, Dak's the best quarterback in the division. So if I had to bet money on the East, I I would probably pick them. Well, you would you would be happy with me because I I snuck Washington into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. See so that, that there you go. Because I you just have a feeling. It. I don't know yes. what it is. I don't have any. I really don't have any like wow you know insight i just really think that they could get it done this year mm-hmm. and i've always liked your defense yes me, like defense is a really big thing especially going into the playoffs and when you don't have that team in your division right yeah. so yes. that's kind of where i'm at with it no, that's a great point. They're deep, you know, the Kim Manners defense is good. It should be pretty dang good. They have one of the best and talented defensive lines in the league. I mean, 100%. You, yeah. I mean, when you have Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Chase Young, when he comes back, <laughs> Montez Sweat, yeah. I mean, you're talking about four m- monsters. monsters. The line. So I do agree. The secondary is a little shaky and the linebackers are okay. But, um, yeah, I, I think they should have a solid defense if they can stay healthy. That's going to be the big key uh, yes. for every team, uh, of course. Now, Jamie, who's your favorite NFL team? I didn't catch that. So I am a Packers and a Chiefs fan, and I know okay. you're going to laugh at me because everybody does. But yeah, my favorite – so my favorite part of my family lives in Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, and they've lived there since I was – I mean, I, I go up there every summer still. Okay. Um, and then the Chiefs, obviously being in Nebraska, they are the closest, um, right. you know, right. professional team to Nebraska. So, I mean, I grew up loving both of them, honestly, and I, I support both of them equally. <laughs> that's that's cool. Now that's there's nothing wrong with it. I uh, my son is a die my oldest is a diehard Packer fan. So we actually got to go up to a game in Lambeau last oh. year against Washington, of course. Of and, course. Uh, 
here I am, the only I'm the only idiot in Lambeau Field, pretty much with burgundy and gold on. So, uh, but it was fun. Honestly, it's a great atmosphere, great it place is. to watch a game, and the fans there are are awesome. They're like are first awesome. class. They are first class. So, um, Denver though is on my list, Mike. Denver to go to Denver to watch a game is on my list. I uh, I definitely want to go check out the Commanders in Denver one year. Well, hopefully this year. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm I'm still I'm still going to shoot it, uh, shoot for it, but to be in Denver, what for what game? I don't know. I mean, Kansas City, but that you know, I think it's January first. I think is when we play them. Uh, that New Year's Day. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. it's got to be this year, if not next. But no, you know, I was up there a few, few. I think it was the end of May. It's right before my grandma, grandma passing. You know, kind of hung around and you know. Got got the chance to tour the stadium. It was pretty neat, and uh, I will say this: uh, the history behind it. Of course, still seeing the outline of Mile High Stadium, the original way back in the day. Um, it was pretty neat, but hey, I, I'm I'm definitely I, I want to go. I want to go to a game as well. So you know, maybe maybe we can uh, hopefully next year get the uh, get the Commanders in Denver. You never know. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, D- Denver should be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with Russell Wilson now, I mean, they they they. I really think that uh, they they hit the uh, the lotto with getting Russell Wilson. He's a great player. Always has been. Great quarterback. Uh, the only thing is, they play in such a tough division, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun division because there's you got four gunslingers, <laughs> man, in that division. Derek Carr can play, and people yeah. he a can. lot of people yeah. underrate Derek Carr. Man, he can play. So, um, you know, is he on the level of the other three? Yeah, probably not. But I mean, he's still he's still very he's top fifteen quarterback in my in the league, in my opinion. So, you know, if not, he is at fifteen. So he's a, he's a stud, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be tough division. Anytime you got fifteen for Kansas City, though, it's hard for me to bet against them. Man, he's that special. He really is. So, um, and they just Andy Reid's offense. The dude's a genius. So mm-hmm. it's um, it, it's gonna be fun fun to watch those teams play. I know we talked about it in the last show. I kind of want to get your opinion before we go back to uh, <laughs> to uh, QB Impact and kind of, you know, what what it's all about is who's your dark horse this year? You know, we keep hearing, you know, Baltimore. We hear the Chargers, Raiders, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, depends on who you are, Pittsburgh, which I don't see that, but whatever. Uh, who would be your considered dark horse for this year? That's a great question. I, I think, honestly... <laughs> Um, talent wise and roster wise, I really like the saints, but I don't know if, if Winston can stay consistent enough that he's the big key there. They have the talent. They have a very good line. They have good run. Of course, Kamara, they've got good receivers a really, really good defense. So they've got the talent. It's just going to be on Jameis Winston. So that's one. And then they're not really a dark horse because a lot of people are talking about, but Miami's got a lot of talent too. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be on Tua of course, and his progression. Um, but uh, those two teams definitely uh, are up there. Miami was mine, so great minds there too. Yeah, that's right. Of course, uh, all the listeners out there, feel free to go back to, uh, I want to say it's February, end of January, one of those two, with Coach George and uh, great insight from a great man that's that dude's on, on point with almost everything. And... Um, you know, going back, tell the listeners exactly what is what is QB impact all about? And, you know, let's say, for example, you've got a listener out here on here in the metro area, so on and so forth. Hey, my kid wants to play. Maybe he wants to play next year. Obviously, a little baby might be a little too late this year when those seasons barely even got started. Um, you know. What's what's QB impact all for all the listeners out there and and uh, what do they expect for their kids or even their high schoolers to to get out of it? Right. Uh, great questions on that, Mike. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, I'm humbled to be a part of QB Impact. Uh, so it's a great academy. Um, and I know you hear QB in the in the name, QB Impact, but uh, we also provide, you know, offensive line training, defensive line. So we have, you know, Coach Jimmy Wilkerson, a OU great, Kansas City Chief as well. Uh, he works with our D-line. Coach K.J. Breckenridge, who's here in Oklahoma City with us, works with our O-line. Just a great coach, great guy. We have I skills he's a, Go isn't ahead. he a Midwest C high school coach? 
Yes, he is. He yeah. is. He is. Uh, Shout out to the Bombers. Solid, solid as they come, man. Uh, you know, definitely one of my guys. Um, and then, of course, we have skills training as well. So receivers, tailbacks, uh, linebackers and stuff. So we have Coach Mahala Wiggins, who does strength training, speed training. Um, obviously, another football just genius. Uh, you know, coached at OU, coached with the Jets. Uh, just And then uh, not even just coaching-wise, but people wise he's just a great dude so if you get like the uh you know the the theme here of qb impact it's it's great coaches but even better human beings we try and surround ourselves with coach george has done a hell of a job building this uh from the ground up um and and all and then i forgot we also have coach sean love as well uh that does wide receiver training for us he played at osu uh, and he is coaching at John Marshall in, in Oklahoma City, so he's he knows his stuff. And then we have, like you said earlier in the show, we have other, uh, obviously, we have QB Impact Arkansas, uh, QB Impact Texas, QB Impact Hawaii. We have skills training, skills evolution, sorry, in Louisiana. Um, so it's – it's and we're building and building and building. Coach George is doing a great job, like I said, building, building and building, right? Um, so for – the listeners, you know, if, you know, I, I'm not a salesman, so I can't, it, it just bear with me, but, um, realistically, I'm just going to be real. My son plays football, right? He's 13. And, um, like, even if I wasn't a part of coaching with QB impact, he would still be training with coach doors and QB impact. Uh, it's just from top to bottom. If you want to get better, uh, it, it, this is the way to do it, right? You, you have to get better training reps and we offer it all year long. It's not just during football season or, or say in the summer, it's an academy that's not just like a camp or, you know, here and there, we train every week, multiple times a week, especially in the off season. So, um, and like, you know, for instance, you know, I train, I told you earlier, I train a lot of the young guys. Well, coach George trains all the high school and college guys. Right. So we, we stay very busy and active and, and so do all the other coaches for QB impact around the country. So, yeah, I mean, that's it really in a nutshell. If you want to get better, uh, get the reps in, improve your game, be a better human being as well. It's not just about sports, right? Grades, treating people right, treating your parents right. Um, that that's really that's really what we're about. So, and and again, like I said, man, I'm I'm really blessed to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Was there a moment that Coach George pulled you to the side, or or you know, I hate to use the word made of an example because it really sounds bad. But was there a, a, a moment to where, you know, you really saw the, the coach, George, that the fiery, you know, yes. hey, you can't be doing this. this that, <laughs> yes. Else? Yes. And, 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 yeah, I, I kind of knew where we were going with that. But, hey. yeah, I, I have, <laughs> he knows where I'm going. Uh, yes, I have. um you know, Coach George, like I said earlier, you know, he is um, he, he's all about uh, the right doing it the right way. Yeah. And that's and that's the way it should be. And uh, it, we're all about the athletes. It's the athletes first. It's the kids first. Um, so if you're slipping, he'll let you know. And I've had a couple instances where, at, you know, one was at AT&T, a camp impact, uh, which only happened once. I, I corrected it. Right. So but um, and then, you know, here and there, a couple others. But, you know, it's all. You know, I always tell coach too. It's I, I like I take it. It's all constructive criticism, if if any. It's just really feedback. It's positive feedback. Like I told you, man, he's 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 really a, he's a brother to me, but he's a mentor as well. Um, I keep telling him I want to be on the sidelines with him one day. Oh so, no, kidding. Uh, so we'll see if he if he if that happens. But um, but yeah, no, it, it has happened. It, it just to, to not take too long on that. It has happened. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously, you know, training, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, and I like what coach said, he said it a while back when Wong and I and coach met up and for some coffee and so on and so forth. And, you know, like he says, I'm, you know, I'm here to, to, and he told me the same thing, you know, I don't mind helping out or doing this, that, and something else. He's more prepping you for, to be more of a man than, you know, to push yourself beyond what you think you can do. And obviously, you know, football's fun and all. If there was one thing that you could pick out of Coach George and QB Impact, what would it be like, hey, Coach George, you know, he's, he loves his football, but he's all about, what would be that one thing that you would look at Coach like, I would say he's he's 
defining this moment by yeah so outside of football and, and sports in general um i mean he he loves his family like i said earlier in the show uh it, you know his ohana is how he he says it because he's hawaiian right so obviously he's a family man he, he you know he both of his sons brandon and nick uh two great dudes um and very humble guys so he's done a great job with those guys of course uh, you know i know they're older now but so i'd say right. family of course and then service i mean he's all about the military he mm-hmm. served many years in the navy um and and pretty prominent positions as well so yeah i mean i think that family service um and just treating people right really i mean that's outside of of course football and qb impact no i i i I, real quick sorry mike casey real quick i'm gonna jump off here um i i haven't felt very good this week so i really (laughs) Uh, appreciate you coming on and it was really great to talk to you thanks a lot Thanks, good luck. Yeah. Good luck with everything. I hope you feel better. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, you guys have a good night. I'll talk Thanks, to you soon. Jeremy. All right, bye bye. No, and I, I respect Coach, you know, Coach George out of that, you know, simply because, you know, he he's obviously a big time family guy, and you know, anytime that he can enjoy the moment with them, you know, he's all about it. And, you know, I, I give props and you don't really see that much. You know, I know we talk about, you know, growing up, you know, I haven't talked to my high school coach and I couldn't tell you where he's even at. I ran right. across him probably about three, four years ago, but something like that. But, you know, you can tell that he he's really into, I think really not just coach, but you and, and uh, the rest of the crew, I think really is just the investment in the kids and, and even in the high school, it's like, hey, you know, if you're willing to put in the time, we're willing to to get, you know, help you out in any way, form, and fashion. And I think I applaud that from the whole crew, just in general. And, and I think, and I believe you mentioned it earlier. I think that speaks volumes uh, on Coach George's part, really, from what he's building, literally from the ground on up. Yeah. No, absolutely. He. Um... <laughs> You know, like I said, uh, you know, just learning, 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 learning from them. It's it's endless. So um, you know, I can't go wrong with uh, being by his side. You know, so it's it's awesome, man. It really is. I'm I'm excited for the future too, um, of QBI, and and you know, keep keep building it. Well, I know one thing. Uh, it, the the <clears throat> excuse me, the future is bright, and uh, I know we're getting <coughs> we're getting close to to uh, <laughs> what uh, Wong says your your military <laughs> your military workout session. Um, but uh, you know, I will That's ask right. this. I, I will ask this: Is there anything I should be aware of uh, when it comes to training, regardless if it's in the weight room? running what have you is there anything I, I i need to get a heads up on uh, you mean as far as overall, Just overall in, general in general or with, with coach george yeah okay overall in general so um man honestly just you got to take it day by day. Uh, I think that what you're doing is, is awesome. Um, and, and, you know, health is, is everything, right. We're like, you just said, we're, you know, we're in our mid thirties now, Mm -hmm. man. Like it's not, uh, (laughs) we're not, we're not young bucks anymore. (laughs) So, um, but, uh, just take it day by day, you know, you start, start slowly, but you know, you'll get there. I mean, it's a grind, but it's like anything else. I mean, you'll see the progression and it's rewarding once you see it, uh, you know, here in a month or two or whatever, you'll be like, damn, this really isn't bad. And then you just keep getting better and better. I mean, it's, it really, it, it's crazy, but it's kind of like, you know, us training QBs, right? Especially <laughs> if you got a new quarterback, he's young, he's a young buck. He comes raw. He, he doesn't know anything. Right. But then you see him in a month or two or three months and you're like, dang, like he's really, he's getting it down. So it that's all it is, you know, just stick with it. That's all you got to just keep going, keep going, man. <laughs> If there was a, when it comes to negativity, and we see it a lot, um, regardless, it doesn't matter anymore where the, where in the world you see it at. You see it in almost everything now in this world and country, and even in sports, social media, what have you. I mean, literally, it's it's all around us, unfortunately. How do you handle negativity when it comes your way, and and how do you how do you handle it? And then, in some ways, how do you approach it to where it becomes a learning lesson for you? 
Yeah, that's another great question, man. Uh, you know, negative mindset or negativity. I just really, I don't, I don't like having any of it around me. I know it's life and we have, we all have our days. Um, but man, I've always been one of those that's it's, it could always be worse. Like, you know, I had a rough childhood, you know what I mean? I, I had yeah. a, uh, I, I grew up in a single mom home. I, I have a brother that is a knucklehead. <laughs> so like <laughs> we, we, we lived in a, a very poor area of Mississippi for a long time until we moved to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, man, I've seen, I've seen some bad days, especially as a kid. So as an adult, I just look at it like, man, it could always be worse, you know? And I try and teach my kids that and kids that I train, like they have a bad day. I get it. We all can have our days, but try not to be negative, man. There's, there's someone has it worse than you. Right. So, you know, it, it's always going to be like that. And also if you stick around and be negative all the damn time, you know, it's, it's just, it's going to ruin, it's going to ruin your day. I mean, you wake up negative, uh, your, your day's ruined. Right. So, um, that, that's how I am. I really am. I mean, if you have, you know, something's going on, Hey, it's, it's bothering me. I'll, I'll go on a jog or I'll go to the, you know, whatever I'll go train, I'll go shoot some, whatever it is to get my mind off of it. You know, I'll do so. And, and that's really, really, I think what most people should do is just try and stay positive, man. Cause uh, there's too much negativity anyway. Oh yes. No, absolutely. I think, uh, I think that, uh, we see it, you know, we definitely see it on social media, man, how Lord, however, when it comes, of course, you know, again, I, I applaud you. I applaud you know you for your service and and uh, to this great country. What has serving the military one meant for you personally, and how <clears throat> how should I word this? And in, in ways that you can re- that you can recall, how has it bettered your life for where you are at currently in, in the position that you're in? Yeah. So first of all, again, thanks for the acknowledgement, brother. Um, secondly, um, what it has uh, to go back to what it's meant to me. Um, you know, I take a lot of pride in it. Uh, and I, you know, I only served six years, right. So it's not like I'm not say I was in forever, but, um, you know, I, every day I was in, I took pride in it. You know, I, wearing the uh, colors, you know, is is something that means a lot to me. Um, our flag means a lot to me. Uh, our people, our military. So uh, I don't take it uh, lightly. Um, it's one of those things to where, you know, I, I again, like I said, I have a lot of pride uh, in it. And then what I learned from it. So I joined a little later in life. Uh, my kid, I was 25, actually. Very nice. Yeah. So what really, I always wanted to do it. Right. But, um, things life happens, right? I had kids, two kids, which I love to death. But, um, so I, something set me back, uh, that kind of set me back actually of joining, but I always missed. So I played sports, of course, all the way through high school, football, basketball, and I always missed the, um, team camaraderie. Right. I always miss that. Like I'm, you know, I'm working different jobs. I'm like, man, I miss being a part of a, of a yeah. family of a team. And, um, so that's how the army really came about. I, I was like, you know what? I'm doing it, man. I, I've always wanted to do it anyway. So I'm, I'm doing it. So I joined at 25, which look, I'm 35 now. So it's been, you know, I was, I did my six, <laughs> right. actually it's a, little, it's a little over six. So it was almost seven because I've been out for three years now. So, but, um, you know, I just, what I've learned from it is, um, structure. That's the main key. Um, I needed it too. Cause like I said, I was 25, no father. So I, I was really just a knucklehead. So that helped a lot. Uh, and then also it, it, it taught me that you're, you know, things are a lot bigger than you. You're just a small piece mm-hmm. to the puzzle. Um, especially in the military, man, you're, you're really a small piece to such a great purpose and cause. Um, and and that, so that's really what I learned, honestly, from it, those little things structure though, is the biggest key. That's something that I really needed. No, I like that. Cause you know, you always hear the stories, you know, and I unfortunately never got the opportunity to got the opportunity to serve and but you know i'm glad that uh you know i know a lot of people that have and currently even currently still but you know i think i you know i I applaud Mm -hmm. the military and i know that a lot of military branches get some knockoff but you know get a bad rep and i think that's kind of crappy but it is what it is but right 
you know, I think it helps a lot of guys, especially, you know, quote unquote knuckleheads or, you know, the ones that they also, if I can just put you in, literally, I was saying, if I, if you can just go to military boot camp, you know, you'll be straightened out. And I always remember my grandma saying that, well, I'm going to ship you off to military grandma. boot camp. I'm like, yeah. okay, grandma, I don't know what you're talking about, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah. you know, God bless her so, but. Yeah. But no. It's legit, though. It is. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, as we wrap up, you know, I want to respect your time. I know um, as well when it gets to, you know, well, how's the best way I say it? When it gets to, let's say, for example, Coach George calls you up and he's like, hey, Coach uh, Steve, I got a question for you. Uh, I got a coaching job. Uh, I don't know. Lord. Uh, he was at Jones. Let's put you guys at. He's got good ties to Carl Labert. Let's go with Carl Labert. Um, Carl Labert, you know, needs some help. Would it be something that you would consider? Um, I know you mentioned earlier and and what have you. If you had at one, there we go. Besides that, if you know, if Coach George called you up, hey, here's a job. You know, you open to it. And of course, one, then part one, B or two, however you want to look at it. What would you be your dream? It doesn't matter. High school, college, you know, pro. If there was that one call that you received, hey, coach, we would love for you to, to be on staff at, what would be those two? What would be that uh, that place? Man, that is putting me on the spot. Great question. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, you know, I've done, right now I'm, I'm coaching my son's uh, squad, and it's eighth right. grade, right? So I have coached high school ball when we were in Buffalo, New York. I helped out coach high school up there for a few years. So, I mean, but, I, you know, obviously high school football is awesome. I love it. Um, I don't really necessarily have a dream high school job anywhere, you know. I mean, Coach George knows that uh, – you know, we've talked, obviously, and I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot right, or anything exactly. out there, but he knows that I'm down if the situation's right for us. He knows, he knows I'm always, I would love that. But uh, college, man, that's a great question. What a, <laughs> you know, I mean, heck, heck to be to be honest with you, Mike, man, I, I'll go for a college job in the right situation. I'll go anywhere, to be honest. I mean, I, I've always said this, like, in the military help, but I could, I really could live anywhere. You know, we went from, you know, like I said, I lived in south mississippi and in florida as a kid so i might have lost him there believe so we did until um but now if you're just joining us live stream coach steve manila uh qb development for the uh qb impact led by coach tom george uh you know, we'll wait a few minutes to see if he can get back on. But, you know, first things first, guys, you know, college football just around the corner. Literally, it's here Thursday. Uh, there we go. Let's see. Did I lose you? There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't know. I got cut off a little bit, but it's all good. I'm sure you caught most of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But great question, though, brother. Oh, absolutely. No, I appreciate uh, appreciate it. And, uh, you know, cause you always people always have that one like you always get that question. If there was that one job, doesn't matter what career field you're in or what have you, what would it be? I'm like, I don't you know, I, I don't really know. I, you know, right. Give me the situation I'm currently in or give me the potential situation I might be in. So, on, so yes, forth. but yes, exactly. But, uh, you know, wrapping up, uh, final two questions. What's your thoughts before we do some Q&A random uh, questions? What's your thoughts on Oklahoma season and Oklahoma State season? Um, I think uh, OU um, with Brent should be pretty dang good. Defensively, they're going to be a lot better. Um, They'll be flying around. Offensively, I think Dylan will do a good job. Um, You know, is he like – you know, I don't know that he's a better quarterback per se than Caleb Williams, right. but I think he's really good. So, um, you know, I think they'll be fine. OSU, uh, obviously, hey, uh, look what happened with OSU last year mm-hmm. when we played them. So you can never count them out. Uh, I don't hate OSU. I know I'm a Sooner, and I, a lot of a lot of Sooners <laughs> are like, how could you not hate OSU? I don't hate OSU. I actually root for them when I'm not rooting for the Sooners. So I think they'll they'll be solid too. Mike Gunny's done a hell of a job with that yeah, program. He, he really has. So. 
um, you know, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll have a solid season too. They've got a lot of guys returning. So, um, especially a Q. So I think that, uh, I think they'll be solid too, but I think OU will probably end up with a better record if I'm going to, you know, guess. Oh, absolutely. I would say, uh, you know, I was on a show with uh, Coach I of Fanatic Sports, and, you know, he came in over under, I think I was at nine, eight and a half, somewhere that ball frame. And like I told him, I said, really, it's hard to tell because, you know, Oklahoma still, you know, you're trying to figure out what, like Vint says, you know, as Brent says, you know, I want to try to figure out who's who wants to be at Oklahoma. If you're committed yep. to Oklahoma, then be at Oklahoma. If you don't want to be at Oklahoma, you know, I like how he, like he, uh, you know, analyze it. It's like being married. You just ain't going to show up to your wedding day, get married, but then follow it up three months, you know, three, four months later. Well, no, I'm That's not right. Gonna, yes. I mean, which I thought that was a perfect, I mean, that was spot on. I was like, yeah, it was. You know, that's, a, that's perfect. I mean, but, um, you know, like I told uh, Coach I was like, it's simple. I think if Nebraska, if they can win up in Lincoln and all conference schedule, I'm not worried about. Um, Conference-wise, I don't really know. It's really tough to see if you look at the Big 12 because Baylor returns quite a bit. You expect them to be really good. But then it's like, well, you know, regardless, you get you got your conspiracy theorist out there that Lincoln Riley deliberately blew Bellum, and he may have. I don't know. I don't have proof that he tried to deliberately blow, blow Bellum to avoid right. that. I don't know. I can't, you know, I can't vouch on that. But, um, but anyway, you know, Texas yeah. – <laughs> They always say they're back and they're never back. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, I respect uh, Coach uh, Sarkeesian, but whatever. And after that, really, it's anybody's up, you know, up for grabs. So I think, you know, Oklahoma has really, you know, Baylor, I think, could be a toss up. I think I got them losing to uh, Kansas State. And I think it was Baylor. But, you know, this team has a lot of potential. Can they make the playoffs? I mean, anything's possible. I mean, that wouldn't right. surprise me. But yep. at the end of the day, wouldn't it surprise me if they won nine and if they went nine and three? I mean, it's just you I don't agree. know with this with this team. Of course, after everything that took place, just what six months ago, whatever it has how long it's been now. So, right, we'll see. <clears throat> and plus, I don't know. I, I don't really follow them. I don't know if, if you got much or not. Uh, Coach Montgomery up in Tulsa. Um, I don't really follow them too, too much up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's your thoughts on them if you kind of keep an eye on them? Yeah, so they always have some – Tulsa is always one of those teams that can sneak up on you. They always have some pretty good quarterbacks too. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, though, I think that – I wouldn't say that uh, you'd have to really worry about them so much um they they really you know i know they've got a couple teams over there like memphis that they have to fight um you know but i I don't think that uh i wouldn't say tulsa would be a favorite uh by any means in their conference but uh, you know they they always have some dudes they always have solid guys yeah i don't really follow much i will be up there uh shout out to dartinian tinsley the uh offensive lineman uh for the cincinnati bearcats i will be up there nice. uh, to watch that one out of support to him but really just sit back and watch some good football i really don't care if tulsa wins nor that really care if cincinnati wins so it's right. for me it's a good football trip um but anyway you know coach it's been a pleasure i enjoyed having you on you're always welcome back uh sir and uh i appreciate you guys um, man yeah, th- this was awesome. This was awesome. Anytime you get to talk with good, good ball, good talk with people that are, are good people too, man. Uh, it's it's been great. So I would lo- I would definitely love it. I saw your uh, tweet the other day about an NFL, uh, uh, you know, kind of like an NFL show too. Mm-hmm. So that, that's pretty cool. So yeah, like, uh, anytime, man. I would I would love it. Hey, you got it, Coach George. He's always uh, he's trying to get me out there. Hopefully, here I know work schedule is about to get at least for September kind of busy, but uh, right. He's trying to get me back. He, you know, he's trying to get me up there watch some uh, watch some uh, training sessions. So you know, I may I may pop in here and there. Oh and, yeah, uh, got but you. Now, yeah, he got exactly. Hey, like I told, like I told Coach, I said, you know, this FCF, this new football league, it's seven on seven. I honestly, at thirty five years old, I don't think I can play anymore. But uh, I wish, but I think the reality is, no, we're we're probably past that stuff. Um, but you never know. But uh, like I told him, I said, hey, I may have to get back in football shape. You know, you never know. Now, uh, what I would like to maybe a tryout just to say, hey, I did one last hurrah, but. 
yeah, like you said, hey, we're we're mid thirties. Our bodies ain't what they used to be. So. No, no, they're not, brother. And I, I think uh, I'm having a hard time waking up. I don't know if I can wake up to uh, to <laughs> bumps and bruises anymore. That was rough growing up uh, from literally beginning to freshman year. So uh, absolutely. College, so, but no, Coach, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time out of your busy schedule, and uh, you know, like I said, shoot me a text whenever you want to talk ball. I'll be down, and uh, we'll get you back on. Okay. Sounds good, my man. I appreciate you. We'll definitely be in touch. Yes, sir. Where can they find you real quick on uh, social media? Of course, as always, disclaimer, if you're going to follow uh, Coach Steve, please be respectful. Uh, you know, that's the last thing he needs to start having trolls. So, Coach, uh, where can they find you on all social medias? Yeah, I'm at uh, mainly on Twitter is my most, but uh, you can catch me at uh, QBI Coach Manella um, or, uh, you know, uh, same thing on IG, Facebook, but uh, mainly I'm on Twitter mostly. But, yeah, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. And, um, you know, it's fun. Thank you for, again for your service and uh, thank you for pouring into the uh, young kids, um, not just uh, from football, but uh, just in general because – Sadly, nobody wants to do that. And I think it takes real man to pour into these young kids. And I applaud you for that. Oh, man. Appreciate that, man. I, I really do. That that means a lot. So definitely, I love doing it and it will definitely continue. So all good. I appreciate you guys again. Hey, absolutely. You've been listening to the Air Attack podcast. Listen to us on all major podcast platforms. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back next week. Coach. Steve, uh, Coach Lyota of the Fan Control Football League comes on talking everything and anything. FCFN, who knows? College football is just getting going. We may talk some ball. Until then, everyone, wonderful weekend. Enjoy week one of college football. We got some football, guys.